If you enjoyed the Prep Zone podcast and what we do here, please hit that subscribe button and turn on that ring notification. Your support will help us continue to pump out this amazing content for you guys to enjoy every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And also, thanks to our sponsors, Alessandro Divino. Thinking of buying or selling your home? Visit AlessandroDivinoHomes.com and experience the difference of working with a realtor that makes you a priority. And ASF Sports and Outdoors. ASF not only is your community hub for all your sporting goods, but they're also the proud sponsor of the Prep Zone Athlete of the Month. And now, let's head over to today's podcast. All right, everyone, uh, welcome to the Prep Zone podcast. I'm here today with uh, Caleb Smith, quarterback of Staples. How you doing, Caleb? Doing great. How about yourself? Doing great. Um, and Caleb has uh, entered his second year as a starting quarterback for Staples. And I was looking up, I don't know if you know this, but do you realize that you ha- you already hold a lot of records for Staples? Yeah, I know. I, I've seen some things, yeah. Yeah. Look, it's pretty I mean, cool. It is, right? I mean, think about it. I mean, you, you always see 2021 to present. Right, so it's like it's not done yet. There's a lot of history to be written still there. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, and, and it looks great. I mean, I think the most impressive one for me is that when I looked at uh, the big, uh, the most yards per game, mm-hmm. out of the top six, you have five of them. Really? Yeah. I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was like, that was really good. And I mean, you had a, an over 3,000 yard season last year. Yeah, that right? was. I mean, it, that, was, that was an incredible season last year, right? Can you talk a little bit about that? How was that for you? I mean, it was more than anything more fun than anything. You know, yeah. I had uh, coming in as a junior, you know, had a quarterback battle at the beginning with one of my good friends, Will, who I spent a lot of time with as a sophomore, as a freshman. He really welcomed me, and he was, like, really the upperclassman I would say I was closest with early uh-huh. on. So having that battle with him and then eventually him moving to corner and receiver uh, benefited our team in both ways, by having me at quarterback and having him playing both ways. But uh, also just going in, having Tyler, James, obviously two spectacular receivers, you know, both of them going for almost 1,000 yards. It's just like it made it, it made my job really easy, and then Coach Barron's obviously made it easy for me having him because I knew him for a while, and it, he really helped makes this offense really easy for a quarterback. Yeah, I mean, you say it's easy, but there's nothing easy about playing quarterback. I mean, you you, you can be modest, but we know that I mean how hard it is. I mean, it's one of the toughest positions in sports because you're not even worried about yourself. You you have to figure out what 22 people are doing at any time on the field. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, how did that, I mean, as you started playing quarterback more and more and you gained that confidence, um, how, how does, you know, walk us through a little bit of what do you do with check down? Like, you know, you get there, about, how, do you, how do you go about that? So, the biggest thing that I do is I, love, I watch a lot of film. So, mm-hmm. I love watching NFL film, college film. You'll see me watching Alabama. I love watching Tua, Aaron Rodgers. R.I.P. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Big Jets fan, so I'm really I know. I was, was going to ask you about that how, yeah. that, how that was. But you still won the game. So the, yeah, the, so we yeah, did still yeah. win. But Aaron Rodgers is a great guy that I watch. And then, obviously, I watch our film, our practice film, and our opponent's film. So it's big. You know, this past week, I've been watching a lot of Ridgefield, watching uh, their scrimmage, their game against Cheshire, then even our game last year against them to see what the looks they're going to give, yeah. which gives me an idea so that in-game it's not just like, you know, blank stare like oh I have no idea what they're doing just gives me an idea to where uh I can move forward and have like decisions already in my mind of like scenarios where I can carry out yeah so uh you know before we talk about Ridgefield I just want to you know kind of talk a little bit about uh, West Haven game uh it was it, it seemed to me watching the game that the the, the game was decided by big plays yeah, like definitely. one way or the other that's what really decided the game it seems like you guys were moving the ball early on you jumped on a 14-6 lead and then just big plays were going there. Um, 
what, what did you see out there? I mean, just talk a little bit about that game. So, I mean, we went into it with the idea that they were going to be very fast, very uh, explosive. They're going to have big plays. And our biggest thing as a defense was to limit those big plays. And our offense was to just be able to run our offense well. So, I think with having almost a whole new receiving core, uh, Sam Petrosino is the only one that's really had any varsity time uh, last year. So, having him back was as the only real receiver definitely had its drawbacks as we missed a couple guys by a hair or two we had one uh one long one to sam that barely missed one long one to cam Pryor barely missed one long one to skolnick or ryan skolnick our tight end barely missed so just having that connection not exactly there yet definitely hurt us but then those big plays like it's 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 really hard to come back from that we had uh we were going into the half so i think it was like 30 seconds left we were at 14 6 third and one Center messes up a snap. I fall on it. Fourth and one, we punt it away. They return the punt back. So now we're instead of going to the half 14 6, it's 14 14. So, you know, those big plays are everything. Yeah. I mean, that, it, that you know, it's a, such a momentum shifter, right? Because it, going into half 14 6 and, and 14 14, it's a big difference, right? I mean, yeah, and it definitely. plays in your mind. But, you know, you, you mentioned a little bit about just missing and, and watching from, you know, from where I was standing, it looked a lot like it was about rhythm. It was about you getting used to throwing to those guys a lot. Right, I mean, is that what you think too? As well, as as the season goes on, it's going to get better and better. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, this week in practice, we've definitely spent time uh, doing routes on air and stuff, trying to get that connection uh, with our receivers more and more. We had a good day today, a really good day of practice after yesterday and Sunday not being able to because of the lightning stuff. Mm -hmm. So today was definitely a good day, and just having those guys with those connections, I think, is going to be really big. As it wasn't really there in West Haven, but something else is that, like, to be honest. The O-line's been great, and at the beginning of the game, I think I just got, like, spooked or something, but <laughs> I was definitely running out of the pocket earlier than I should have, which yeah. I think is definitely an adjustment I'm going to make. So hopefully that'll help our receivers out because I, I don't, there's there's definitely a lot of my fault on that as well. No, but I, I do think a lot, too, is, you know, at any time, it's, again, and I, and I, want, I want to emphasize how hard it is to just sit there and you know somebody's coming to hit you, right? I mean, yeah, it's a, yeah. I mean, you took a, a big lick towards the end of the game there. That yeah. was, that was, I, I mean, we're just, I was just glad you got up, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? And so we're just happy you're okay with all that. But I think as season goes on, um, you're talking about building trust and everything with the team. Um, there are, I mean, you lost a thing to top two receivers last year, you know, uh, in Tyler and James. So it's coming in. As your adjustments have been going on, talk about your new receivers core and, and, and what do you expect from them this year? Yeah, so right at, right now I'll just name like our top four, five, six guys. So Sam Petrosino is really our top guy. Yeah. And then we have guys like Nathan Smith, my brother, uh, which is obviously really cool to have my brother as a receiver. It's really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, Cam Pryor, uh, Shane Sandrew, who was – he started last year as a sophomore, but he – unfortunately ruptured his spleen during the summer so he'll be back week four or five uh -huh. so having him back will definitely help uh and we have some younger guys jake mcgeehan and justin halke who've made some impacts and then some other seniors that primarily play defense like max murillo right. probably i known who have helped us at receiver as well and then uh, at tight end we have two pretty good tight ends ryan skolnick and charlie Leahy, both big guys both play yeah. defense so i think they're gonna have a big year as well yeah, and, and I feel like there's, just like in the NFL, there's always an overreaction to week one. Yeah. Right? It's like you win week one, stay champions. You lose week one, we stink. 
Yeah. How do you manage that after that first game and say, hey, guys, everybody, as Rogers would say, R-E-L-E-X, relax. Yeah. Right? How, how do you manage the team like that? I think definitely as the captains, we talked about it, and we were like, we just need everybody to calm down. Uh, I think I know I texted our whole team that night saying we will bounce back. Like, this is not the end of the world. We have nine whole games left. There's a lot of time left. We have a ton of talent. We just need to fix the little things that we made the mistakes on, and we're going to be really good. Uh, like everybody speculated us to be. So I'm really excited. I think that the guys are in the right mindset now. Uh, we had a really good day of practice, like I said, today. So I'm just really excited for that, for that second game. Yeah, and it is a difference. And I, and I talked to Coach, uh, Coach Barron's about this. You know, you guys came into last season with not a lot of expectations. Then you guys won so many games towards the end, right? I mean, you pull a yeah. spectacular wins. And then you, you go into the state playoffs, which in football is a lot harder than any other sport because only top four make it. I feel like it's, you know, it's the cream of the crop really up there. Not to say that the sports aren't, but football is hard. And so this year you come in with a lot of expectations. Yeah. So how do you manage that from being an underdog to being the one that everybody wants to knock off? Yeah. So I think that it's – we kind of had the same mentality in lacrosse. So I know our right. lacrosse team was very good this year, but we were obviously, like, rated really highly. And – we lost in the FCAC uh, playoffs. I think it was second round. So our mentality that was like we're the top dogs, other people viewed it after that loss as something like, oh, they're not very good. So having that mentality going into the state playoffs where we thrived was that we now are the, the underdogs. You know, we're ready to go. So coming into football season, being having that high expectation, I think a lot of guys like almost took it for granted and didn't really understand the meaning of it and like almost took it too much to their mind because at the end of the day, it's all noise. Yeah. So as a football player, you want to like almost block out all that noise and make sure that you're focusing on the team, the program that you're, that you're playing for. Yeah, and you know, when you talk about noise, I do want to talk about good noise, yeah. which is the crowds that you guys get. Yeah. Right? I mean, out of any sports in town, it's amazing, right? I mean, yeah. every time I get there, I get chills because there's the students are all there, and I think uh, tomorrow is going to be Hawaiian night, right? I mean, yeah, I think yeah, everybody's yeah. going to go like that. But they're so loud and, and they're so they're so into the game, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, how how does it help you guys? And, and, and what do you say to those fans that go game after game and people that you don't even know, right? I mean, yeah. got out there and, and so much rooting for you. I mean, how do you feel when you take this the field like that? I mean, it's obviously really exciting. I think it really started last year with the success our football team had and then the success our basketball team had. We got a lot of uh, students and fans to the games, really woke up sports for uh, Staples, and then obviously lacrosse. You know, we were really successful yeah. the year before, and then we were really successful the year after. So we had a lot of students there. I think the whole student section was filled up, which was great. And so it's just really exciting to walk out there. You know, I got chills like yeah. I thought I would. I knew I would, but – uh, it's just it's just great to have out there, you know. It's a big third down. You get the crowd all hyped up. It's hard to right. hear, you know. That's always the, the best thing you can hear on a Friday night. Yeah, it's it's you know. I mean, the game this uh, game tomorrow is Thursday, but usually you know Friday night lights is you know it, it breeds a town, right? I mean, everybody yeah. loves it. And I do want to shift gears a little bit and talk about you know Caleb and not so much Staples. Um, and what um you know your senior year. What are you looking for in the future? Um, you know, what are you, I know that you play also basketball. You also play lacrosse. You're multi-sport. But, uh, you know, what is, what is this your senior year looking for you like that? You know, when I talk about sports and academics and college coming up, what are you, what are you looking? You know, tell our viewers what you, what's coming up for you. Well, so I think something for me is I, I have a goal to play college football, which I think would be really cool. Um, and then obviously I prioritize, 
prioritize my academics uh, to a high standard. So I love to really make sure that my academics and my grades are always up. And that's a really like big standard for me. So obviously it takes more time, but it's really just the grind that makes it so much better. So having that idea of like, I have something every season and then a lot of homework and taking a lot of hard classes. So it's, it's definitely a lot, but I think it's, it's great. It builds character for me, I know, and it really helps me to be around a different group of people in school. So, you know, I come out, I come out, come out to practice, you know, I'm with all the football boys. And then like five hours earlier, I was in my calculus class with a whole different group of people. So yeah. it's definitely uh, gives me a chance to like connect with almost everybody at the school. So through all grades, which is great. I love it. I just, I think Staples is an amazing place for a lot of people. A lot of, a lot of great classes, great class selections. So I think it's just a great place to build that. Yeah. And I think, and I also want to ask you about playing multiple sports. We live in an era where, uh, you know, some, and I don't know if it's like a lot of the parents uh, pressuring the kids or, or not, but it seems like everyone wants to be specialized in one sport. You're living proof that you know, you can be successful with multiple sports, right? I mean, last year you you guys were in the state championship in basketball and you won the it was state, yeah, state final in basketball and you yeah. won the championship in lacrosse yeah. and you threw your record season in football, right? I mean, it's, I know that you're probably an outlier because you're very athletic, but it can be done, right? Talk about playing 100%. three sports in school and what does that make, help you not only as a player, but as a person? Well, I think it definitely just like, Build yourself to be able to handle pressure situations, the biggest thing for me, because coming football season, obviously the quarterback, all the pressure's on you. We scored, we had a lot of game winning drives. I think we had the Trumbull game, the Greenwich game, the prep game, which almost ended yeah. up in a good way. But I think that definitely prepped me for the other game, the other sports as well. So coming into basketball season, I w I'm obviously not as talented as the other guys. We had a lot of good seniors, obviously a great league uh, or a great senior class. So I think that something that really showed uh, having the pressure built was our ward basketball game when we yeah. were down uh, 18 in the fourth quarter. And then coach puts me in. I hit two threes with in that fourth quarter to really tie the game, which I think just shows like how impactful playing multiple sports can be because, yeah. you know, those other guys, they're great basketball players, great people, great, but they don't have that same in-game experience all mm -hmm. year round that, I would say a multi-sport athlete has. So I think it's a great experience. Gives you a lot of versatility. You can do a lot of different, great different things. Yeah, and, and obviously basketball is coming up, and we'll definitely have you again to talk about that one because, you know, we expect big things this year again. Yeah. But it, it's it, I remember watching that game, not to get too far into basketball, but it was an amazing game. So Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It, it definitely was. Um, and, you know, and I've been asking this a lot, and I want to get it, you know, I've been usually talking from um, – you know, a coach perspective, but I want to talk, ask you about an athlete's perspective. Uh, you know, we're going to have listeners listening in in eighth grade, seventh grade, kids who look up to you and their question is going to be is like, did you, you know, how'd you make the team and things like that? But any advice you can give for players that are, you know, playing, you know, help, uh, football right now to help them better their chances of playing? Anything you didn't specific or anything that you would go back, you'd focus on this and that. Any advice you can give those young listeners? I mean, I think the biggest thing is sacrifice. You know, there's a lot of time. There's there's 24 hours in a day, and you can choose how you spend that time, that 24 hours. So I think the biggest thing for me that I love to do is I love to go outside, play with my friends and brothers, my family, stuff like that, where I'd go out to the field, play football, play basketball, play lacrosse, whatever it was, and I would spend that time instead of, like, you know, being inside, playing video games, whatever. I'm not saying don't do that. I have a ton <laughs> of fun with that, but – 
there's there's sacrifices you have to make. Sure. You have to go out to the field. You have to get work in. I know COVID season, my freshman year, I spent a lot of time at the field with a bunch of my boys. You know, it was a lot of fun. And then leading up to this season, I'm sacrificing Saturday mornings. Uh, we were shoveling snow off off the field in the winter to be able to run routes and stuff like that. So there's a lot of sacrifices you have to make, and eventually that'll turn into prosperity. Where by the season, you're a step ahead of everybody because of the sacrifices you make. Yeah, and and effort's a big thing because I you know just gonna uh, give you kudos um, as from the game. I know that you know when when they were running that back. And I remember you were the one sprinting when that play, you were like on the other sideline. So you were giving effort all the way to the end of that play. And, and that scene, right, you know, if I saw it, I'm sure a bunch of people saw it. So your effort is really out there. So it is appreciated. So, and I yeah. know it's not easy to do. So so we, uh, in the town, say thank you for, you know, going out there every Friday, every Thursday, you know, and yeah. when you're, your body out there, we, we, we enjoy watching it and we're looking forward to it more, a lot more. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I can tell you that. Yeah. All, it's a lot of fun. So we're going to end some quick hits, okay? I'm going to ask you some, uh, some not so personal, but a little bit personal questions and see what comes to mind. All okay. right? Let's start out. Uh, favorite Tom Hanks movie? Uh, I mean, I, I don't got one on top of my head. I'm not a big movie guy, to be honest. Not a, not a right. big movie but guy. But you do know Forrest Gump. Yes, I do Okay, know so Forrest then we'll go, go with that one. Uh, morning person or night owl? Uh, probably a morning person. Coffee or tea? Neither. I'm not a big caffeine person. Texting or calling? Calling. Introvert or extrovert? See, it, it varies, but I'm, I would say more extrovert. Okay. Spring or fall? Fall, 100%. Fiction or nonfiction? Fiction. Beach or sightseeing? Beach. Sweet or salty? Sweet. Cake or ice cream? That's... Can I say ice cream cake? There you go. <laughs> I, I knew I would get that eventually. A good one. Okay. Do you have any hidden talent or skill that nobody knows about? Um... I played the saxophone uh, all the way leading up till last year, and I was actually pretty good at it. But Excellent. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Okay, so if you could have lunch with any historical figure, dead or alive, who would it be? Tom Brady. I mean, he's the greatest, in my opinion, he's the greatest leader as well as the greatest player of all time in football. So I think hearing what he has to say is definitely something that would be very inspiring. Awesome. And if you could change one thing about the world, what would it be? Um, there's a lot of things. I would say first thing that came to mind was end world hunger, obviously, but uh, also let the Jets win the Super Bowl. Awesome, one. <laughs> <laughs> love that. We'll, we'll see if that happens, right? Yeah. Hey, you never know. Yeah, Caleb, thank you so much for being here. Best of luck tomorrow. The game. Hope you guys come out with a win. We'll see. You Appreciate next, that. See you against Ridgefield. Take care. Right. Thank you.